Are you tired of being stuck? Hi there, and welcome to the Allow Your Greatness podcast with Tanya. The podcast is all about giving yourself permission to become the best version of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am glad you're here. And while you're here, do me a favor and rate this podcast. And as always, you are greatly appreciated. For today's topic, we're going to be discussing the five reasons you're stuck and how to overcome them. And those reasons are self-doubt, fear of criticism, seeking approval or validation, afraid of making mistakes, and overthinking. So on that note, let's get right into it. All right, let's get into these five reasons that you're stuck. And the first one on the list is self-doubt. But before I talk about what self-doubt is, I want to go into the way self-doubt shows up in our lives. So let's unpack these five reasons. So starting with self-doubt. Self-doubt shows up in our lives through indecisiveness. You know, you are afraid to make a decision in fear of making the wrong decisions. So you stay stuck because you don't want to choose. You don't want to decide. So you stay right there where you are. The second way is self-sabotage. You have everything you need in front of you. You have the resources. You have the time. You have everything you need. But because you are still doubting yourself, you don't do anything with the information you have. You sabotage any success that you would have or could have. And thirdly is the imposter syndrome. The imposter syndrome implies to you that you are a fraud and you believe that everyone else will know you are a fraud. So you may have gotten a promotion. You may have started that business. You may have achieved all these great accomplishments, but for whatever reason, you are still feeling like you're not good enough. That's the imposter syndrome. What is self-doubt? According to the dictionary, self-doubt is a lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities. Simply put, you don't believe in yourself. So now that we know what self-doubt is, let's talk about ways to overcome self-doubt and to work through self-doubt so it doesn't have such a paralyzing effect on you achieving great things in your life. But where did this self-doubt come from? The doubt in our own abilities. It didn't just come out of thin air. Because if you can think back far enough, when you were a younger person, when you were a little child, I know for me, it was nothing that I thought that I couldn't do. If I thought it in my mind, I automatically believed that I could do it. It was just so second nature to me. It 
a doubt never entered my mind. So where does this self-doubt come from? As the studies suggest, the self-doubt can come from parents, past experiences, the fear of um, the fear of success or failure. And it also can come from outside influences like your peers. You know, when you go and you talk to people about things that you want to accomplish, you yourself, you are feeling good about these things and you it, doubt has, has not entered your mind. But when you share it with someone who may have a doubtful mind, they project that doubt onto you. So it can come from all of those places. And as a result, you become very critical of yourself. But there is hope. There are ways to overcome your self-doubt and to work through some of these issues. And before I get into the different ways that you can work through your self-doubt, I do want to point out the past experiences. Now, past experiences, that is something that we all deal with. And that's going to be that one that you're going to have to put on the back burner if you are to move forward and get past your self-doubt. The past is in the past. Don't you dare base your new outcomes or the outcome that you want to achieve on past outcomes, on your past experiences. You will stay stuck forever if you do that. So leave the past in the past. Don't worry about your past experiences. If you're going to do so, use your past experiences as lessons. Use them as life lessons. Take something and learn from them. Use them as learning experiences. That's what I'm trying to say. So there are three ways that you can help yourself overcome your self-doubt. Instead of repeating the negative things to yourself, create some positive affirmations. Repeat that affirmation. And I would suggest starting off with one because sometimes when we have spent a long time speaking negative things to ourselves, it's kind of it's kind of a challenge for us to start speaking positivity in our lives. So start off with one affirmation. And the simplest one to start off with is I am enough. And the reason why I want you to start off with the simplest one is because if you are accustomed to speaking negative things, I am enough can take you a long way. So repeat it to yourself in the morning when you get up at night before going to bed and repeat it as often as needed during the day. But when you are speaking this affirmation to yourself, speak it until you can feel the experience in your body. Speak it until you can feel it. And then number two, don't compare yourself to others. Everyone's journey is different find your race and run it accordingly that's the best thing you can do for yourself and the third thing to do is think about some of the accomplishments you could be thankful for 
think of other achievements that you have accomplished in the past and you can be thankful for those be thankful that you are not where you used to be and then you know that if you can get from there you can also get to a different place in your life you can get to the next level in your life all right let's unpack this next reason within the five reasons that you are stuck and that one is the fear of criticism the fear of criticism and we're going to talk about what those symptoms are but before I go into the fear of criticism I want to read this scripture from the Bible is coming from 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 and what this scripture says is for God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind so we have the power so we have no need to fear so the first symptom of the fear of criticism and I know this one all too well because for years I suffered with this for myself and I still deal with it and that is shyness that is number one on the list shyness I don't want to be seen or heard in that way it's a guarantee I won't be criticized but that's where you're wrong that's where you are wrong because regardless of if you are seen or heard or if you're seen only or if you're heard only there will always be someone criticizing regardless of if you feel like you are doing the right things or if you're doing the wrong things someone will always criticize you just make sure that you are in good standing you are doing what you're supposed to do you are doing what you want to do but you are doing things righteously. If you are doing that, you cannot worry about if someone is criticizing you. And if they are criticizing you, you cannot worry about what they're saying about you. The next one on this list for the fear of criticism is self-consciousness. Those who are self-conscious, they monitor themselves in every way. Before they even open their mouths, they want to make sure that the perfect word is coming out, that they are speaking perfectly. So that will keep them from being heard as well, because I want to make sure that I'm saying everything correctly. The next one is afraid of expressing your own opinion. Or you're afraid to make the first move. You're afraid to express your own opinion in fear that someone would disagree with you. Or you're afraid to make the first move in fear that you may be making the wrong move. Now, the outcome of the fear of criticism. The fear of criticism takes away your self-esteem. When you keep second guessing yourself, you don't want to be seen. You don't want to be heard. You got to monitor everything that you do, everything that you say. You're afraid of 
voicing your opinion or you are afraid of making the first move, it robs you of your self-esteem. And then you are left to feel inadequate and powerless. But I just read to you the scripture in 2 Timothy. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. How can you overcome the fear of criticism? Number one, the number one way, stop criticizing yourself. You, you have to learn to silence that inner critic that you have. Stop criticizing yourself. Number two, avoid those that criticize you, even if they claim that it's constructive criticism. My thing is this. Don't criticize me. If you want to help me, help me. But don't criticize me. Don't tear down my efforts. Help me. But don't don't come to me with that negativity or that so-called constructive criticism, because, you know, some people that give you constructive criticism, they would tear down every single thing that you have done and tell you that it should be done this way as opposed to your way. Now, I'm not saying we can't learn from others. That's not what I'm saying. But a person who who is really interested in helping you learn and grow, they will not be tearing down your efforts. They will help you in the ways that they can. Number three, choose to see and believe in yourself in a positive light. Choose to see and believe in yourself in a positive light. Choose positivity. Don't always see the negative. And then also surround yourself around positive people. Surround yourself. You don't want to be around people who are always so very critical of everything that you do. So surround yourself around positive people. And when you surround yourself around positive people, when you are surrounded by people who compliment you and who cheer you on, you will then start to feel better about yourself. So let's go right into seeking approval or validation. And how do you know if you are seeking approval or validation? Number one, you're waiting for praise or support from others. It could be you're waiting for praise or you're waiting for support from family members or loved ones or friends. You're seeking that out to make sure that you are doing the right thing. You want validation if you're going in the right direction. Which, by the way, the support or the validation may never come. Or at least it won't come until you've proven it to yourself. So it only makes sense to prove it to yourself first. Because oftentimes when we go to loved ones or family and friends with an idea that we may have with our vision, because it's not their vision, 
They may not understand it. They may not be able to support it because it's not their vision. It's your vision. And your job is to prove it to yourself first. Everybody else will fall in line when the time comes. You know, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. But if it's your vision, you have to follow your own vision and you have to prove that vision to yourself. So the solution to you seeking approval or validation, value your own worth and decisions and act accordingly. Now, of course, we all want some form of praise or acknowledgement, but don't be dependent on it to a point that you can't make a move. Like I said, if you get that support or that approval later on, that's great. But you have to be okay with the fact that you may not get the approval or the validation. So you have to be comfortable enough to move ahead anyway. Okay? So don't worry about the validation or the approval. That's what I'm saying. Don't worry about that. Prove it to yourself first and everybody else will fall in line. And last but definitely not least on this list of the five reasons that you're stuck is the fear of making mistakes. Yes, the fear of making mistakes. It causes you to give up or not even engage in a desirable activity to get the desired result that you want. Because you are too afraid that you won't get it right. And then the next one, which plagued me for a very long time, is the fear of making mistakes will have you striving for perfection, which is unattainable in the first place and very unrealistic to say the least. And then also the fear of making mistakes can cause you to stop living, can cause you to stop living your life to the fullest, which can keep you from learning and growing. So when you are sitting back in your life and you want to try these new things, but you are afraid that you're going to make a mistake, you're not living your life, but rather a very sheltered life. So how can you overcome or get over this fear of making mistakes? Well, the first thing you can do is to remind yourself that you're human. Yes. And you are entitled to make mistakes. Yes, I said entitled. If the word entitled is worthy of being used, it is worthy of being used right here. You are entitled to make mistakes because you are human, because mistakes are to be made. Have more compassion for yourself, just as you do for everyone else. Are you 
that hard on others when they make a mistake or do you show them a little compassion do you uh, give them a little grace give yourself a little grace when you make mistakes learn to appreciate your mistakes because in your mistakes you are learning and don't allow anyone else's opinion about your mistakes bother you either so if you get to the point that you're not bothered by your mistakes now we're not talking about those mistakes where you go around and you're hurting people's feelings and 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 all of those things but even in that sometimes we may honestly make a mistake and hurt someone's feelings we always have room to improve or we always have room to go and apologize for those. Well, I'm talking about those mistakes that you make when you are trying something new, something different. Now, let's get into overthinking. Now, overthinking is an unhealthy habit that doesn't serve you well in the moment that you're overthinking or overanalyzing. You believe that it's helping you. But it doesn't serve you well because a person who overthinks typically causes more stress in their lives by focusing on the negative. Right. Because normally if you're overthinking, you're not thinking of anything positive. You're thinking about the negative. You're either dwelling on the past or you're worrying about the future, which either one of them you can't really do anything about. So that's why overthinking is not serving you well. So it takes away from you. You're not able to come up with a solution for the problem at hand. You keep pondering over the situation, constantly replaying the same broken record. It's never going to do you any good. So how do you overcome overthinking? Because typically when we are overthinking, we are thinking in terms of what if, what if this bad thing happens? What if it doesn't work? So what you can do is replace what if it doesn't work out to what if it does? Or even if it doesn't work out, I'll do X, Y or Z instead. But guess what? If it doesn't work out, I'll deal with that later. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. So don't bother yourself with overthinking. Think of a solution. The next thing you want to do is to distract yourself. When you find yourself going down that rabbit hole of overthinking, distract yourself from overthinking. Go and take a walk or do some exercises meditate read listen to music or better yet you can journal if you're not a person who is accustomed to journaling that may be a great reason for you to start journal your thoughts because oftentimes when we write what we're thinking or feeling it doesn't seem so bad You get a chance to go back and look over those notes and you get a chance to release a lot of that stress that you have. So just write down what you're thinking and what you're feeling. It may not help you the first time that you do it, but if you continue 
writing down your thoughts or feelings, you will begin to understand and recognize that the problem is not nearly as big as it seemed. Same thing with meditation. It may not work for you the first time you try it, but if you keep at it, you will learn to calm yourself and not go down that rabbit hole of overthinking. I've really enjoyed sharing this information with you. Now let's go over a quick recap. Solutions for overcoming self-doubt. One, create positive affirmations for yourself and repeat these affirmations in the morning and at night before going to bed and anytime you feel the need to. But also make sure that while repeating these positive affirmations that you can feel the experience in your body. If you are not accustomed to positive affirmations, I recommend starting out with one and working your way up to whatever you need. So the one that I will start out with is I am enough. Three, be grateful for past accomplishments. It helps you remember you're capable of greatness. So if you can't think of anything right now in the present, think about past accomplishments. It will remind you of how great you are. Overcoming self-criticism. Number one, stop criticizing yourself. And number two, Don't allow others to criticize you because someone else's critical opinion of you does not have to be your truth. And three, decide to view yourself in a positive light. And four, surround yourself with positive people. And if you are a shy person, remember one of the number one ways that we show our fear of criticism is by being a shy person okay so if you are a person who has struggled with being shy repeat this scripture and it's coming from let's see second timothy second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says for god hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So once again, you have no reason to fear. Walk in that truth and live your life. How to overcome the need for approval or validation. Simple. Value your own worth and make decisions and act accordingly. Prove it to yourself first. Whoever that's supposed to stand with you will. All the others, don't worry about. Overcoming the fear of making mistakes. Remind yourself that mistakes are to be made. And anytime that you are willing to learn something new, anytime you are willing to grow, mistakes will be made. So have a little more compassion for yourself. Give yourself a little more grace, just as you would 
anyone else. When it comes to overthinking, we've already discovered that overthinking is an unhealthy habit that doesn't serve us well. So how do we overcome overthinking? Number one, if you're thinking, what if it doesn't work out? Replace that with, what if it does work out? Or you can make the decision to not even allow yourself to think of that, but instead, you'll deal with that if it comes up. Number two, distracting yourself from overthinking by working out, meditating, reading, listening to music, or better yet, journaling your thoughts or your feelings. Because oftentimes when you write it down in your journal and you see it on the page, you then come to realize that the problem you are stressing over is not as bad or big as it seems. I hope this episode helps you as much as it has helped me. Thanks for tuning in to the Allow Your Greatness podcast with Tanya. Don't forget to rate this podcast. New episode every Tuesday. And remember, give yourself permission to become the best version of you. Be blessed and I'll talk to you soon.